Welcome to the Palette Talks podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Palette Talks podcast. This is your host, Jason. Um, and I'm super excited to be here today. I know it's been a while since we did our last episode on the podcast, but after a series of long examination weeks, it is finally finished, and I'm super, super happy to be here today. And today I'm joined by a very special guest. She's not a producer, she's not an artist, but she's a Lovi curator just like me. So without further ado, this is Bree. Hello, Bree. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm doing great. So maybe for people out there who has not known who you are, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell everyone about what you do and uh, where are you based, maybe, and like just some simple introduction. Of course. So my name is Bree. Um, I run the Instagram account Lo-Fi Nights. So we're based out of uh, Pennsylvania within the United States. I um, started this page because lo-fi was like one of the biggest influences in my life. I um, always was drawn to lo-fi and like just the vibes of it in general. <clears throat> and um, eventually like with loving videography and that being part of what I go to college for, I decided that it would be something that I would very much enjoy to pair both of them together. And the amount of love and support, you know, we've gotten yeah. since we've started is absolutely like mind blowing. I'm so thankful for it. It's mm -hmm. better than I could have ever asked for. Um, it's just really nice to have a creative outlet where, you know, I'm able to show how I feel and like mm -hmm. others are able to like feel that as well and mm -hmm. makes their day better and things like that. So that's just really amazing. That's really cool. So. I want to go back to the beginning, right? So <laughs> what is your origin story? So what was that moment that you decided, I want to start to speak. I want to help the community for low-vi music. Like, why did you start to speak? And like, what was the journey like when it started back then? So I've grown up in an area, like the city that I'm from is very um, big on music and things like that. So mm. growing up, I've had a lot of friends who have produced music and I've watched them struggle to get exposure and like love yeah. that they deserve because they're very talented artists and producers. And so I was sitting there trying to think of a way to help producers like themselves get more exposure because I mean, I'm sure there's more than just the five people I know that need big, like more exposure in this world. So yeah. I started that page pretty much to like help people like them as well. And to be able to give very talented independent artists a yep. shot at like being not like noticed by people. When I first started, I didn't have too much of a plan. I knew my main goal was yeah. to really just help people in one way or another, whether it be with their feelings or with showing mm -hmm. their music. So yeah. it really primarily just started because I watched a few of my friends and um, my partner included make amazing music and struggle yeah. to get it out there because most people, when wanting to like expose your music to the world, they want a lot of money <laughs> or yeah. they want, you know what I mean, something <laughs> in return. <laughs> so I figured yeah. like, you know, money isn't really like, it's, it's, it's a constant in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll have it and sometimes you don't. So I wanted to create a place for people like them who 
mm-hmm. may not have have a lot of money or may not have a lot of like resources that can still yeah. put their music out there into the world. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Like when you said that you had no plans on starting it, but you just kind of do it. And that's basically the same thing for me. Like, I don't have any plans to start the page, but because like, you know, I just feel like posting and posting and engage with all the audience and the artists. And, you know, just why sometimes I feel kind of, you know, irritated by people (laughs) who who are like, you know, how do I make edits? And how do I start an Instagram page? How do I get more followers? Like, when you start to think more about like the metrics, like the likes and the fo- and the follows and the comments, like you will lose at the end. Like that's yeah. what I believe. Like if you have just a genuine good intention, like you will win. Like your page, a lot of people will go to your page. A lot of people will see your content. But if your focus is already like to, you know, uh, get followers and get money, like you will lose at the end. And I, I think that's interesting. And you want to really help your friends and help artists are out there who need exposure because like really like honestly like for me as well like right now it's really hard to get exposures in this uh, really competitive industries especially in music but of course there are many opportunities but the competition is really getting harder and harder but for you like uh when did you start a page I started, it was December 21st, 2019. It was like three in the morning. I made my first edit and decided to post it. And for a while there, I wasn't getting a lot of like views or anything, which is completely understandable. When you first start, like that wasn't really the point, but I don't remember the turning point as to where like things started blowing up. I feel like it happened so fast that it was like a blur. I'm sure you kind of feel that way as well, where like the page kind of goes from like, very flatlined you're just posting content you like and then mm. i don't know if somebody in specific picks up the content and then it you know blows up that way but mm. that it just happens so unbelievably fast but it's it is like you yeah. said it was such a competitive field like there's so many different people trying to do so many different things and it's just very interesting to see that like there are a lot of people out there who only care about, like you said, like the metrics and the the views and the likes and the follows. And you can tell that a lot of their pages are specifically based on making money and yeah. kind of getting, I don't want to use the word clout, but <laughs> kind of getting the clout, you know what I mean? That way. So mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to, to be around another page who blat- like blatantly cares as much as I do about not only mm-hmm. their followers and their content, but just everything about what they do in general. So it's very refreshing. <laughs> yeah. And funny thing is that actually I started back in July, I think July of last year, but I only did it for like three months, I think. And I kind of stopped for like until November last year. So I really stopped and I didn't post, I didn't open the page. Like it's just stuck there. And it was like 2000 <laughs> followers, I think. And I, and I just, I don't really care about it anymore because I was entering university, right? And I, I thought, like, I want to focus, you know, with my studies and stuff. But in November last year, I started again and, you know, just kind of post and post and post. And I'm kind of getting addicted to it, you know, making content yeah. and just, you know, feature Lo-Fi music out there. And I feel like there's so, so many talented artists out there. And I really do think they deserve way, way more exposure. And that's basically what I'm doing up till now. And, you know, I, I guess we have the same. Kind of thing right 
Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. I've always mm. I've always been very interested in to see how people like what their reasoning is for things. I'm mm. I'm very I'm I'm a people person and I like to like learn about people and how they are about things and it's nice to hear that you're very similar as to how I am. Um it's like I remember you saying at the very beginning that it's hard to always be like like worried and can like about everything and being very consistent at first and then you said you've become like addicted to it I yeah. like could not agree with that more like you took the words completely out of my mouth like seeing that you help so many people becomes such a driving force for you that now you don't want to stop and take a break you want to keep doing more and do better for yourself and for them yeah and by the way for you do you uh, manage the account alone I do yeah so I don't have okay. anybody else yeah, it's just me me and myself. Um I it's it's very interesting. Do you manage your account alone as well? Yeah. Me too. So you, yeah. <laughs> First, it, it, it's crazy. It's like sometimes I wish that I was able to bring somebody else like in yeah, to yeah, help yeah. me a little bit. But like yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like at, at one at one point I was like, I wanna get someone at least to work on the creative side. Like right. you know, just work together, find a friend, you know. But like, I haven't found that really perfect fit. You know, I asked a lot of my friends, do you want to help me? Do you want to do this together? But you know, they just kind of, uh, nah, not today. So yeah, I'm just, I'm doing this alone too. So I guess we're the same too now. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Yeah. I get a lot of um, direct messages from people that are like, hey, so I have ideas about starting other pages. Would you mm. like to jump on that and help me and stuff? And like the the one page is enough for me. Like, I, it is it's a lot of work I'm happy to do it yeah. but like it's I go to I go to school for full-time too like I'm, I'm in university as well so mm. like it I'm sure you can understand that like trying to balance like your studies with this can sometimes be a little difficult so yeah. I've always just stuck to this and kept it how it is but I I agree with you in finding the perfect fit it takes a long time because you want to you want to make sure that that person is as invested in it as you would be just to you know what I mean want to create good content and do the exact same things that you would like to do so yeah i think it's really difficult it's a challenge but it's definitely possible to balance you know with family and you know with your studies and uh with the page uh it's difficult but i genuinely think like if we just eliminate the binge watching times and right. <laughs> sleep just much better you know don't waste too much time watching youtube i think like it's definitely possible you know, and it's actually helping me like internally. Uh, it, I, I develop myself more, you know, I learn more with the time management yeah. and stuff. It's really helping me a lot too. So it is, it's very, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting too, because I just want to say this for, for you as well. Cause like, I feel like you already know, but for people who are listening, it's not like, not, you know, it's not like an everyday person can't do that. We are normal people. Like we did nothing incredibly, um, out of our, comfort zone but it doesn't mean that other people can't do that as well it's very important to understand that you don't have to have like a very important background whether it be friends or family you don't have to have a lot of money to start pages like this you just have to have willpower and consistency mm. and want to do things and good things yeah. will come to you it it's it's just be a good person and good things will come to you <laughs> like if that makes any mm. sense at all you know yeah so I I'm totally very... agree with you, like, 100%. Like, that is, like, you literally, like, know what's on my mind. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think that is, like, the truth. Like, everybody can do it, but it's not going to be easy. You know, everybody has got to do their own thing. 
you know, their own strategies, right. their own grind. Like that's that's it. The recipe is simple, right? Yeah, so let's move on. So let's now talk about the current Lovi community. So what's your take on the current Lovi genre and like where do you think the Lovi community will go in the future? So I feel like right now we're lucky enough to be on like the brink of watching our community blow up and become something mm -hmm. so special to so many more people than it yeah. already is right now. Um, the best thing about, I think, lo-fi in our community is it is so close to the hip-hop community and genre yeah. that mm -hmm. more people in the, the original genre of hip-hop are noticing that lo-fi is kind of the new wave and kind of something mm -hmm. that's very important and influential to kids around our age and a little bit older and a little bit younger than us. Um, so we're going to, I feel like we're going to get to see the community merge more with like mainstream things, but in a good way where we still have our hold on what we enjoy and what we like, but we are able to give these artists who are just making beats in their basement, their bedroom, wherever with their friends, mm -hmm. you know, the ability to like take off and do like amazing things for themselves. Like I feel like in the next couple of years, <clears throat> we will be able to see a lot of the kids that we featured like doing amazing things like on the radio or having their own, like their yeah. streams where they, they make their music and being able to sign with record labels and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I, I really know that there's so many people that are picking up on this genre that didn't before. Mm. I'm not entirely sure besides, you know, the low, the, the regular hip hop community, like siding with the lo-fi community. Um, mm. If that's solely what's helping it, but I did know that like there's a lot of American rappers who have had specific media conversations about lo-fi, yeah. and um, that <laughs> I feel like that's such a big turning point. Being recognized by people who already have like millions upon millions of followers and people who love them to say that hey, like this is a genre that like I support. Like, I love to, um, you see more people using lo-fi beats with their rap, like yeah. Action Bronson, Mac Miller before he passed, people like mm. that were very into that. So I feel like in the next couple of years, we really will be taking off and being able to do so much more and being recognized more as like a valid and genuine community. Um, mm. As of right now, though, I would say that the community is so absolutely amazing and supportive, like all yeah. around. I'm sure yeah. you feel that as well. You get a lot of people who probably say the same things to you. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's like, there's just the amount of like talent between like people like us and people who make the music. And there's so many very loyal people who mm. watch and listen because it makes them feel better. It makes them feel more calm and like they're in a better place in their lives for that couple minutes that they're able to like tune in and check out what we're, we're producing or what we're putting out. Um, mm. So I just feel like, I don't know, I just, I feel like it's very, it could go so many different ways. But for me, I feel like the, the, the biggest way it would go as a community and where we can reach in the future is going to be like a very big and amazing collective of people that will, I don't want to say take over the world, but we'll get, we'll reach, like, <laughs> we'll reach very far and wide, you know? So I can't wait to see the day where there's, there's so many people in their daily lives who just like, listen to lo-fi in the car <laughs> like people's mm. moms people's grandmas yeah. like you know so it's not just going to be young kids anymore yeah i genuinely think the same like i feel like uh lo-fi is really going to get really really big in the next couple 
two to five years. And I, I genuinely believe that. Like, I have this intuition in my heart. Like, it's going to happen uh, because of various reasons that you actually already uh, said before. Uh, the fact that right now, lo-fi really stand kind of together with hip-hop. You know, we see that with those artists that you have mentioned, the, those rappers you have mentioned. Uh, personally, I think like XXXTentacion, he really yeah. did make a lot of influence, especially on Lovi with his um, Shilo uh, samples. Like, I, I really think it, it really helps many other people to know about the Lovi genre as a whole. And I also think of Lovi channels having a lot of contribution to the Lovi community like um, big YouTube channels, like for example, like the Bootleg Boy, and then YouTube channels that did the Lo-Fi Hip Hop 24-7 radio thing. A lot of my friends who don't re- uh, usually listen to Lo-Fi music, they know about those Lo-Fi Hip Hop radios. Like they know those study girl, you know, gif loops. Like they know about that. <laughs> but so, and I really think that it brings a lot of influence to the community, to the genre, and uh, last but not least, I also really think the community itself. That's what makes it different. I don't know if it, I like it or if I don't, but the fact that Lovi has been linked really closely with depression and sadness, it brings a lot of personal connections and uh, emotional touches with the songs, with the interactions between the people, the audience, and the artists. But um, I really think that Lovi is so interesting in a way that you feel sad and you feel empty and you you listen to lo-fi music you can feel like there's hope you can feel like somebody's there for you but at the same time if you listen to lo-fi music when you're happy you can also feel more energetic you can feel just much more positive at the same time so it it can be comprehended differently by different people and i think that's really what makes lo-fi super different with all the other genres but yeah, I genuinely think it's going to be really big in the next couple to five years. Uh, I really think uh, many artists will really go big and will go mainstream. And a lot of uh, them will be like big names that your mom will know, that your um, brother would know. Like, I, I genuinely think, I believe that. I, I literally, I can't wait for the day where I get to see some of the people that I worked so hard to like help get their yeah. stuff out there to like get the mm. love they deserve. Like, yeah. I just wait for that. Like, that's going to be like the most amazing feeling to like see people actually do the best that they can do and then be recognized for it. You know, mm. like I'm so excited for those days, but I really like the point that you said about like, you, you said, I don't know if I like it or not, um, yeah. but it, it likes to, uh, draw sad people so I 100% agree with you on that because a big part of what brought me to lo-fi back when I was like very early in high school was like being bullied and not feeling like I fit in somewhere but for some reason lo-fi made me feel way better and like my it gave me that peace of mind when I needed it so I know that there's like there's a lot of kids (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. who come to our pages who are like very in their feelings or very hurt about things and at least for those couple of minutes that we can give them a little bit of different joy or peace of like mind and calmness is Mm. so much better than just like sticking to like a sad community. Like what I appreciate about your page is that all you do is push positivity, you know? So you're bringing these kids who are like a little bit sadder than normal and they're attracted to the lo-fi genre because they, they have those feelings and you're 
bringing positivity to the forefront for them. Mm. And I'm sure that you've been able to change a lot of people's lives from that because it's really all it takes is support from somebody, whether it be an Instagram page that you really love or a friend or family member, you know? Mm. So we can always use that, that the kids would come here sad and feeling some type of way, but we can always make it our goal and our point to like have them leaving our page with a little bit more inspiration in their life or a little bit more joy. You know, I think that's the biggest mm. and most important thing we can do for them. Yeah, previously, I initially thought that like, you know, I'm just an Instagram account. Like, why will people change their minds because of me? Like, I thought about that at first, but when I start to get like receiving DMs about people like, really depressed and they really need help and just by having conversations with them and they actually like it really helps them when you did that like the feeling of like this thing this instagram thing can really change people's lives and which is why like one big thing that i'm doing right now is i try to reply to every comment i, I try to reply to every dm that i ever received because like what if there's that one person that really needed the most. And what if you are the solution for them? So yeah, it's really interesting about the community. And yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a really important job. Actually, it's a really important um, thing that we need to do. And, you know, as big pages, you know, sometimes there's accountability in like what you posted. And I really also like the fact that you also post a lot about positivity and optimism. And I really thank you for that. Yeah, of course. And I appreciate you for what you do as well. It's it's amazing to see how similar we are as people, actually. Like, I, I do the same thing. It takes a long time sometimes, but I make sure as best of my abilities that I comment back to everybody. I DM everybody back because, like you said, you never know when that, that one person it just needs a little bit more and you can be that for them. It is a big responsibility, though, at the same time to think that we are so influential to so many people that we have to make sure that we put great things into the world no matter mm. how we're feeling personally so mm. it it is it's it's a little bit like it feels a little it's a lot of pressure sometimes i'm not sure if you've ever felt the same way but i mean when i first started and i realized that there were so many people who like looked to my content and similar content for for like their their little bit of love for the day and their little bit of happiness for the day it mm. it, it was a little like it felt like it was a lot of pressure um but i've never been the kind of person to not want to help people. I've always actually prior to this page said my whole entire life that my purpose on this earth was literally to help people and make them happy because wow. when you understand, yeah, like when you understand what it feels like to be the opposite of happy, like you kind of can either take that two ways and continue to be the opposite of happy or mm -hmm. you can make it your goal to stay happy and help everybody else around you to be the same way. So I've kind of made that second one my goal whereas like I really just try my absolute best to give everybody love and like support and help when they need it, you know, cause it's, this world is crazy. You know, there's so many people mm. out there who don't feel that way. So mm. to be the positivity or the light in somebody's life is, is such a great like honor, you know, for me to be able to do that. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have those, you know, deep, maybe deep personal interactions with our audience. But have you ever had those awkward engagements with your followers? Um, so I'm not sure if it would be along the same uh, playing field as you because I am a female. So a lot of the time when uh, yeah. people realize, <laughs> a lot mm -hmm. of the time when people realize that I'm a female, um, 
their respect for me kind of just goes away and they get very um, awkward. It's very <laughs> awkward. Yeah. So, you know, besides, it took me a long time. I want to say for like the first like six months of me having this page, I didn't really let anybody know anything about myself because I was very nervous that when people found out that I was a female, they would like stop respecting me. And there was a lot of people who felt that way when I was like, hey, this is who I am, like it or not, this is who I am. Um, but there's so many more people who are like absolutely loving and amazing. But yeah, I do get some very awkward interactions with some of my pages. Um, I'm not very, I'm a very open person. So I'll post a lot of different things that some people wouldn't prefer to see. And I completely mm -hmm. understand, you know, but it's very interesting to see how people leave their opinions about it. <laughs> You know, so other than that, yeah. everybody else has been very amazing. And it's not even like those people aren't amazing because I respect everybody's opinions. They're their own opinions. You're entitled to whatever you want to think or feel. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it's interesting to see like the main thing would be how people switch up when they find out I'm a female or when I go live and they're like, oh, I didn't know that this was you. <laughs> By the way, I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought you were male. Hey, like, that's perfectly fine. So many people felt that way. And honestly, mm. I was not offended by it because like I've always had that weird like I kind of understand a lot of how both genders think and feel. Yeah, so I yeah. think that's like my advantage is being able to like <laughs> relate to both men and women in different ways. Mm. So yeah, you're a lot of people thought I was a man at first, which is completely fine with me. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Like, I have never thought of it from a gender perspective, but like, yeah, it will be different because like most of the producers and the artists and the um, curators are male. I don't know. I don't want to like generalize, but this is based on my <laughs> observation. But a lot of the audience are, uh, are actually female for me. Yeah, so same. Yeah. It's interesting that way. Mm. It's it's funny because so like I get I would assume that you, yeah you paid attention to how your audience is and like your demographics because that's very important is like if you're gonna mm -hmm. um, look at any numbers on your page it would just be to pay attention to your demographics and yeah. so it, <laughs> that's how mine is at first mine was like a very big percentage of male viewers and I'm not really sure what caught a lot of the male viewers to come to my page specifically maybe it was because I do a little bit more of like the gritty anime sometimes and that's like yeah. a lot of what you know i know american males at least mm. every american male that i know that enjoys anime likes more of the gritty anime but um that or maybe they just thought i was a guy and they were like finally <laughs> you know like another guy running this page but it yeah. is a very um male dominated community which is very interesting because it is based on feelings and things like that and yeah. I'm not sure how it is everywhere else in the world, but I know, sadly enough, in America, a lot of males don't feel like they're allowed to show their feelings, you know? I think, like, that's all around. That's, like, I live in Indonesia, and that happened. You know, you you are perceived as, like, weak, you know, when you cry as a, as a man. Like, that's... Yeah. I don't think that's right. Like, you know, we're humans, yeah. too. That's exactly. We're humans. We yeah. all have emotions. We all have feelings. So that's why I like being able to have like at first I had a very like male dominated graphic the demographics. Mm. So I was able to like give them their feelings for the day, you know, and mm. they would be able to do like how they feel about it. But it's 
it's very interesting that like that's why I was thought it was so interesting to me that this is a very male dominated um like genre and community because like I guess like you said I mean it's not like that just in the United States it's like that all around the world where males aren't really allowed to be like human beings in their own they just have to kind of suck it up and act like they don't yeah. have feelings and emotions the same way that everybody else does yeah so it's it's very interesting that such a feeling based genre and community is primarily run by men, and I think that's a huge and amazing turning point to see that so many men are able to do creative outlet things like this, and like you're not getting any hate for it. You know what I mean? Which is like one of my major things that like I I'm very much an advocate of like men can you know feel and do whatever they please. So it's really cool to see that I'm a part of a community that has so many men that are out there openly being creative and showcasing their feelings and stuff like that. Like that's a blessing to be able to be in a community where we are so open that even the people in the world who are told some from the the day they're born that they can't show these emotions feel comfortable enough to do that with us. So and like what's interesting is that like I this came to my mind like some time ago and like I thought like What's amazing about this community is that they actually don't really care about like, you know, you're talking about the emotions like uh, the male and female thing. Like they don't really care about our gender. And like what's fascinating is just like, even though we're all like strangers, you know, we don't know each other. But like we as a community, we can just like interact with one another and just openly, you know, sharing our feelings, our deepest emotions. And and I think that's really interesting. Like, you know, it's just that's the truth out there, you know, and we can just openly yeah. discuss without any bias that I think will be perceived differently if we like, let's say in real life. But because of this platform, I'm super grateful that we can really engage and being open with our emotions to like everyone. Yeah, of course. And I feel like that's kind of what the world needs. So hopefully that when this genre blows up a little bit and the community blows up a little bit, we keep that, that amazing communal, like family, best friend, love kind of thing that we all do with each other. Because mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's something that the world needs so much, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? To just be so openly unbiased to each other and like supportive and stuff like that. So it's cool to see that it starts, you know, on social media. And mm -hmm. one day, you know, in the, in the future, it could be so much bigger and so much more important to so many people. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let's move on. Uh, I want to ask you a question. So okay. what's the one thing that you like about being a lo-fi curator? And the one thing that you kind of dislike about being a curator? Go on. Oh, okay, so the one thing I like about being a curator is the fact that I have always felt like I have this weird thing where I feel emotions way deeper than the average person. So I'm able to take mm -hmm. that and put it into content for others that feel the same way than I do. And mm. they're able to like agree with it and, and, and vibe with it. And I also, I'd have to split that into a two part because I'm sorry, there's no way I can just say the one, there's one thing I love. And it's just the second thing that I really, really enjoy about being like a, like a vibe curator, a content curator is that I get to hear people's music from all across the world and create amazing relationships with them. Like friends that are literally hours away from me, you know, flying yeah. hours away from me, driving. I couldn't drive there in, in a week, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so amazing to see, you know, the community and the, the friends that you can build just solely from listening to music and like sharing the same kind of outlooks on things. 
And the one thing that I really would say that if I had to dislike anything about being like a vibe curator or content curator would be that I don't think a lot of people understand that it is just me running this page. Uh, and yeah. and, and <laughs> it does take me some time. You know, I'm sure you get just as many DMs as I do, probably yeah. more because you have more, you like a lot more followers than I do. So it's not like I can always spend one day just answering DMs or one day, you know, doing all that stuff. So sometimes it does take a little bit of time and people get very angry over things like that. Um, mm. I feel like sometimes people feel like you're pushing them to the side, but I don't push anybody to the side. It just takes some time because I do have to make sure I'm still doing my studies and going to work and things like that too. So mm. I don't always have 24 hours of just hanging out and replying to DMs and stuff like that. If that's the worst thing that, you know what I mean, I feel like after creating this page, it could be entirely worse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst thing. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we need some empathy, guys and girls and everyone out there. Like, please understand us. Like, we have a life, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get it because, like, I when before I created this page and before I understood how much work it was to really have this many followers and people that are co trying to contact you all the time, um, I, mm. I kind of probably felt the same way too, where like, oh, it's not that hard. You can just reply to me, but yeah, sometimes it just gets rough, you know, I'm still mm. thankful for all the love and support, but sometimes it's just some days are harder to do it than others. Of course, of course. So, um, let's talk a little bit about the future of your page. Um, do you have any plans for Love My Nights, uh, for the future? Like, how are you going to bring this? You got a massive audience. How are you going to bring this forward? So I am currently in university for something called sports arts and entertainment management. Mm. So it's really interesting to see that my degree goes alongside with this page. And as I'm going through school now, I have something to pay even more attention to because of it. Mm. So I eventually, my, my end goal here is to create a record label for Ooh. the same artists that I started off by showing love and not being able to give them the most exposure, but being able to give them some exposure. Um, I would like to create a record label so that I can help them and people like them, you know, for the rest of my life, get the love that they deserve because creating mm. amazing music like that is, is not an easy thing to do. And I just feel like if I could take this page and create a very big collective of amazing artists, that it would just be so worthwhile for them and something that I would be extremely happy doing for the rest of my life. So, yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I mean, like, you can message me anytime if you want, if you need my help. Thank you. Oh and I'd love to be a part of it, too. <laughs> that means so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, do you have any messages or shout-outs before we end the podcast? Um, I honestly, no, not anybody in specific, but I just wanted to say thank you for giving me a platform to talk about yeah. things I care about and, you know, a very similar platform at that where we have a lot of similar interests. And I want to say thank you so much to everybody who listens to like art, like the music that's produced or shown on my page and enjoys the content on my page as well, because it's so important to help people, you know, get the exposure and the love they deserve. And mm -hmm. if it wasn't for bigger pages like you kind of like giving, you kind of did pave the way for a lot of the other ones of us. Don't forget mm -hmm. that you were very important within this community and yep. stuff like that. So we appreciate you just as much and everything like that. Every single one of us, you know, so. Cool, cool, cool. So thank you so much Brie, for joining us today. Um, 
So everyone, you can follow uh, Bri- uh, you can follow Lovi Nights on Instagram. It's at lovi.nights, which is L-O-F-I dot N-I-T-E-S. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, you can follow the page, check out the content. Definitely going to bless your days every day. So uh, thank you also for everyone who has uh, listened to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in the podcast. I'm sure there are going to be more episodes to come next week. And uh, don't forget to smile and relate positivity wherever you are in whatever situation you are. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.